What's going on, guys? Welcome to this training. What we're going to do is another call review. So this is a call review I did with our takeover student, Armando Cernas, who has a really fantastic niche serving ravers who want to get in shape before their festival. Now, a limiting belief that Armando has had is that a lot of potential clients that he speaks to can't afford coaching or don't prioritize coaching, and his rates simply just aren't high enough because those limiting beliefs push those weights down. But I told Told him that it's a limiting belief. I told him that he should be charging at least $300 a month. He said that no way that's not happening. And I said, okay, let's review your sales calls and figure out why we can't charge more. Now, Armando sent me two sales calls and I reviewed them and there was so many things to change, improve and fix. And so oftentimes you guys will think that people don't want to buy your product. People don't want to sign up for coaching, that people aren't motivated when in reality, you're just not as good as sales as you think you are which is why it's important to have your calls reviewed by an expert in sales that knows how to close so they can teach you exactly how you can do the same for your business. So we reviewed his call in this training. In this call, you will see my exact feedback on everything he's doing wrong and what he should be doing right. And hopefully this gives you some inspiration on how you guys can improve your calls as well. Now, before we dive into it, if you guys are a fitness coach and you are looking to start your coaching business and you just can't seem to sign clients, can't seem to close clients, and you feel like maybe you can use a little bit of extra support on the sales side, well, I encourage you to think about joining Personal Trainers Business Incubator. It's a program where we actually work in depth with trainers to help them start and scale their coaching business to 10K per month. Now, with that, we provide the scripts for the sales call. We provide the psychology for the sales call. We teach you everything that you should say in what order and how and why. And then we also review your calls for you. So if this is an area where you would like some support in, let's get to work. Let's get to business. But without further ado, guys, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to watch these trainings and let's dive into it. Can you see this? Yeah. I'm going to play this and I'm just going to let it play and I'm going to give you all the critiques that I'm hearing that need to be changed. But what I'm going to tell you right now is that we're probably going to need to do a few renditions. We just have to redo everything. Yeah. I'll let it rip. Going to the gym that day, we're like, all right, you know what? In between games, just a little like 10 pushups. Next thing you know, we're at like 10 games and you're like 100 and you're like, ah, oh, man, couldn't have done this. It, uh, it adds up. So like, that's a big thing too. So I've worked with, I worked in athletics before even doing all this. And that was a big part was programming the training. Cause obviously like, what do you have? You have games what, like every weekend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, like, well, we play, we, so we play once a week. So there's, there's games Monday through Friday and that's like the pro league. And then I also coach in like the, the lower league on Saturdays. So, nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's gonna be a big part of your training wise is breaking it out. That way you don't go into these games super gassed. Because when it sounds yeah. like it's kind of been what's happening, right? No, I wouldn't say that I go in super gas, but like I, I try to just, you know, stay like, all right, if I know I've got like a game this week, like, or like uh, if I know I have a game like coming up in the next, like tomorrow or today, like I'm not going to go gas myself at the gym, do like three miles of running and a whole leg, like leg workout. Like now I'm, I'm going to cut it, you know, maybe a little bit of half, but still at least get into the point where like I feel good. Yeah. Has that been more of like a, I guess it's like a stressor to you, like trying to plan ahead? Like, man, I know I got a game coming up this weekend, but I also want to work out this week. Has that been hard to balance? Uh, I wouldn't say that happens that as much. Just because games are more than night, like the games are, they start at 35. Mm -hmm. So I mean, really, Realistically, I got to be there by at least. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to ask is just some context. Mm -hmm. What are his goals fitness-wise? What are his challenges fitness-wise? And what is his current situation? Yeah, so in this one, I believe his his goal was to simply just get in shape despite his busy schedule. He's in school, and so that was really kind of a big one. Challenge was time between class, and then you hear he plays, uh, was he? he played professional wiffle ball, which, odd, but okay. Right. <laughs> so that was his like big struggle. And then what was the third question you asked? What is his current situation? Current situation? Student, I think he was living at home in all honesty. Okay. So that's where like from like a financial standpoint, I was already kind of like, uh, 
back and forth, but give him the benefit of the doubt. What about his goal? I know he said to get in shape, but like, what did that look like? That's kind of why I was asking like some of those questions is just trying to dig a little bit deeper as like people want to just get in shape, but okay. Like, what are you struggling with? Like, why is this actually something valuable to you? So a better thing to do here is you want to create a picture, have a very clear picture of what their goal is. Getting in shape isn't strong enough because the thing is you can't use that as leverage at the end of the call. What you need to do is you need to be able to tie back his objections to the clear picture, but having a vague goal, you as a salesperson have no power in, in holding them to getting in shape. Yeah. But if you're saying if a great way to do this would be like, Hey, I understand you want to go to festivals. When you go to a festival right now, do you keep your shirt on or do you keep your shirt off? Do you want to be able to take your shirt off? If you can imagine yourself at EDC this year, how do you want to look? If you were to go in with, with your perfect body, what does it look like? Do you want to have lean abs? Do you want to have bigger shoulders? Do you want to be that guy who's taking up two spots and fucking sweating on everybody? Or do you <laughs> want to, you know, be, have a lean physique? What do you want to look like? You as a salesperson need to have a very clear picture. And the best way to get that out of people is by asking them to paint a situation, right? So another example would be, uh, let's say that someone wants to get in shape for the summer. Okay. What do you like to do in the summer? Oh, you know, I like to go to the lake and the wakeboard with my family. Okay, perfect. So let's imagine it's January 1st and you're going to go to the lake this summer. When you take your shirt off at the lake, what do you want to look like? How do you want to feel when you take your shirt off, right? What's that clear picture look like for you? For you, it's easy because everyone's a raver. Okay, what do you want to look like at the at the next rave with your ideal body, with your ideal physique? Because yeah. once you have that clear picture, then you can use that as leverage at the end of the call, which I'll explain how to do in just a second. But your discovery portion should focus on getting more specific visual from your ideal clients and understand exactly what the specific goal is. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like that whole idea of like painting a picture. That helps. Yeah. Um, because the thing is with handling objections in fitness, you can handle them logically, but you have to tie it back into the emotion. Yeah. Right. It has to be. So like, let's say if someone has a financial objection, well, you can solve the financial objection, but then you have to tie it back to the picture. Right. So if someone says, oh, you know what? I can't afford that right now. Be like, hey, no problem. Like, I'm, I'm assuming you want to join the program. This is something that you want to do. We can talk about finances. You bust open the finances. You find out a payment plan that works. They still say that, oh, I need to think about it. But like, okay, well, at the end of the day, we know that this could work for you, but it's not about whether or not you need to think about the finances. It's whether or not you want to have the ideal picture, right? It's whether or not you want to show up to the next rave looking good, feeling confident, having your friends ask you what you've been doing for the last six months, right? Because at the end of the day, you're not saying yes or no to the finances. You're saying yes and no to that goal, mm -hmm. to that vision. So we know that this can work financially. We've done the budgeting. Do you want to commit to achieving this goal, right? So you solve the financial objection logistically, but then you have to tie it back to the emotional picture that they want. Makes sense. So I mean, that's what people buy off of. That's what people stick with is the emotional side. Exactly. But as a salesperson, you don't have any leverage if you don't know what that picture is. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, that's been a struggle. hundred percent is, you know, someone might say their goal, but like you just said, getting them to actually talk about like what they envision their life to be like with that goal. Well, they've never thought about it themselves. That's the problem. Yeah. Most people have never truly sat down and actually thought about what it is that they want to look like. They just say, oh, I need to get in shape. But they've never thought about like, what does that actually look like? And so an exercise that you can do in your discovery process is actually uncovering that picture, mm -hmm. right? And then that's that's what gets them excited to come onto the sales call because they're like, oh, I can actually look like this at my next rave. I'm I'm excited to hop onto this call to see what this is all about. Yeah. Right. So you say you do that more so in the discovery call process or the sales call process or just repeat both? Both, both. 
Yeah. yeah. Very much important in the discovery call process because you're going to use that as leverage to get them onto the discovery call or the sales call. But on the sales call, you use it as leverage to pin them to the sale. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Any questions there? No, that makes sense. I think adding, adding in the discovery call helps too. Because in that way, I take notes on the discovery call before I go into the sales call. That way I know, like, know like, who I'm talking to. But that'll help a lot. That way I can have a clear image of like what they want. And like you said, use it as leverage come sales call. Exactly. Exactly. And they'll have a clear picture of what they want too because most people don't even know. But that's the first thing is like in your discovery yeah. section, you should really be digging deep into the specifics and the vision. And if yeah. they don't have a vision, then it's your responsibility to help them create the vision, mm -hmm. right? Most of these people will need help, right? So you kind of need to self-assist. So you're like, hey, what's your goal? Oh, I want to get in shape. Okay, well, what, what does that look like for you? Let's say, imagine that you're going to pull up the EDC, you're getting off the uh, shuttle bus, you're about to take your shirt off, you're around all of your friends, this is your big moment, what do you want to look like? How do you want to mm -hmm. feel, right? How do you want that experience to be? And help them paint that. Do you want bigger shoulders? Do you want leaner abs? Do you want to be feel strong? Assist them with building that vision. Yeah, I think that'll help a lot. I think that's how to say it. Like relating it back to them definitely will help. That's a huge yep. thing. Okay, we'll move forward. 5.30 because that's when like, the first batting practice time is. Yeah. And I can usually like find some time in between, like in a day that I can go. And I, I just know that if I, if I don't go before a series, I'm not going after it. <laughs> like I'm not going after. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm usually super, super tired and like, a good 15, 20 minutes away with the park. So it's like, all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame. I don't think I would go after either. In all honesty, you get all that stuff done beforehand is like, that, that's the key to it. Yeah. So training wise, here, reminder too, like, what have you been doing like in the gym wise? Are you doing a lot more cardio, doing a lot more strength training? Kind of what does that look like for you? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Uh, I'd say like, I get that like, you know, almost like bodybuilding training from my, my friend Parker and stuff. And then I do my running and stuff. And like, when I first started running and stuff, like, uh, you know, the song Supper? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I throw that song on and I was like, damn, can I run a mile in under like shorter than this song? Yeah. Uh, Sounds like I could, but yeah, now like if I'm trying to like run super fast, I'm like, all right, let me just throw on like stuff or something and I'll see if I can run it in under six minutes. <laughs> I can beat the time on it. <laughs> yep. That's, a, that's actually pretty, I've never even like thought about doing that, but that's such a good way to like break out a time goal. Like, hey, finish your run before the end of this song. That's awesome. But I think Suffer is like a, a like six minute and like something second song. So it's, it's like, if you get it under the song, you're, you're probably under six minutes, which is really good. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty solid. Again, I, I might use that for myself. <laughs> see, I never even thought to do that, but I might, I might take that for myself. Training wise, I know you're, you're training with your buddy. Um, yeah, I know you said he's he's not a full bodybuilder, but like that's kind of how he trains and everything, correct? Yeah. What's yeah. been like the the pain point in the gym? Like, are you struggling to make progress? Like, what's the hold there? Um, I wouldn't even say that. Like, I, I really have struggled. It's more just like, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So yeah. You telling yourself, hey, you know, stuff isn't going to happen overnight. But like after like month month or two, it's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm starting to see. Like, it just it's it's kind of like a stuff that you, that you, you get addicted to wanting to see it get better and stuff. Like that's it's, I kind of compare it to like when I like I said when I quit vaping like I have an app that tells me how many days I'm clean mm -hmm. and I'm like man that number looks so good right now I think it's almost in like the 300 days mark. Damn, congrats to you. That's a, that's a big step in general. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, no, like once once it got to like two weeks, I was like, remember? Hold on, let's see how much more I can mm -hmm. do. And it's like, oh, hold on, let me see how, how I can do this. Let me see if I can do this. That's a, that's pretty dope. Honestly, I don't. It's good that you have. So this dude is controlling the conversation. Yeah, I've had multiple of that. And I think even in some of the other sales calls, they just talk and I don't know how to steer them out of just their rambling. Yeah, this dude is definitely controlling the conversation. And he's also, the problem I'm hearing with this guy is that because there's no clear vision, then there's no gap from where he is and where he wants to be. And because there's no gap, any progress is good progress, which makes him think that there's not a problem. Does that make sense? Yeah. And again, that I think that's been a big issue is like, there's no clear, like I said, no clear vision. Mm-hmm. And so trying to make that transition from, you know, this is my current lifestyle to, oh, I need this. Yeah. has been really tough because they just, yeah. There's no, there's no gap. Right. And so if he doesn't know where he wants to go, let's say that like he doesn't know that he wants to go to point B, but he's at point A. Well, then any small step away from 
point A is going to be progress in his mind. He has no reference point to realize how far he actually is and that he actually needs help to get to point B because mm-hmm. he doesn't really know where point B is. And so in this situation, what I would do is you kind of want to put him in his place in a very gentle manner. Mm. but you can only do that by painting that vision. So you paint the vision first, you understand, okay, let's just give an example. This guy wants to, do you have any stats on him? Do you know how big he is? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I can go back and look at discovery call, but I don't think we have any like real stats on him. Okay. Well, let's just say average height. He's five, eight, he's 200 pounds, right? He's a big boy. Mm. Let's just say that he wants to lose 50 pounds. He wants to be 150, right? But he's never truly fleshed out that goal. And so your job in the discovery should be, okay, where do you want to go? What's the weight do you want to be? How, like, what do you want to look like? You understand the clear vision. Okay. What are you currently doing right now? That's helping you get to that vision. If that's your number one goal, what are you currently doing right now? Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm tracking, you know, how many days a week I'm working out. Uh, and you know, I hit three workouts and I felt pretty good about that. I've been going with my bodybuilder. Okay, perfect. How's that been working out for you? How much weight have you lost since then? How much progress have you made since then? Have you been seeing results? results. Oh, well, actually, you know what? I, I actually haven't seen results. Okay. Well, there's probably a few things that we're missing here. That's keeping you from, you know, making that progress, but you need to put them in a place to realize that they are not where they, they want to be. And they're actually not making progress towards where they want to be. Mm-hmm. You want to create a gap for them to realize, oh shit, I'm actually a lot further than, than I thought than where I want to be. And I actually need a lot more help. Does that make sense? Yeah. And again, it's from like a sales call perspective, it makes sense because they, they won't buy into something that they don't feel like they need need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Creating that need for it. hundred percent. Yeah. And this guy, you also want to, uh, this guy obviously is, is rambling. I also feel like you're kind of taking a friendly, you're kind of buddying up with him, which is totally fine. Um, I think that the rapport that you're building is good, but you're not holding him accountable, right? What you need to do is, is hold him accountable, right? So the better question to ask here is, okay, I understand where you're looking to go. What are you currently doing right now? That's, that's, helping you get to that goal. How has that been working for you? How long have you been doing that? Okay. So you've been doing that for three months and you actually haven't made progress. So it's not working for you. Oh, I, I guess you're right. It's not working. Okay. Well, I can help. Mm. That like personal accountability. And so is it the same yeah. with the gym? Like when you go one day, when you go two days, you're like, man, I made it two days this week. Can I make it three? You kind of like set yeah. those goals up for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a, that's a skill that I think a lot of people don't have for sure. So that's a big props to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely try to get my friends to do it. Some of them just can't, man. But yeah. Yeah. So out of like everything from, from what it sounds like you, you know, you're, in the gym pretty consistently, or at least you try to be, um, you're active because obviously I know you play professional football, so like you have all that going on too. What's like the, what's the goal? Like, what are you trying to get to that it's been hard to hit? Um, I mean, I, I would get, I guess at the end of the day, just cutting, like I said, um, but it's gone down at a, like my, my weight has like gone down at a rate that I'm happy with. So it's not like I've really like struggled with it. It's more just, I'm probably getting my goal a little bit slower than I wanted to, Yeah. but at the end of the day, I'm going down and I'm happy about it. And it's like, I'm doing it good. So mm-hmm. I might as well just keep doing it. Makes sense. And I think with, I see this a lot too, because obviously from like the, you're not like someone who's coming on like into this, who's like completely out of shape. Like you, you're active, you're on top of it and everything like that. Correct. Yeah. From what it sounds like is you might just need a little bit of that fine tuning. Cause it's like, you're seeing progress, you're getting there, but it's just not at the rate you want. We have no idea. We have no clue. I don't know where he wants to go. Yeah. I don't know if he's making progress towards that. I don't know what he's doing to make progress towards that. He sounds like a happy go lucky guy, which is fine. But like I mentioned, he's also the type of guy that any progress is progress and he's going to be happy with it. Yeah. I mean, even, even says that in there, like any, you know, even just a little bit is fine by him. Yeah. Well then we need to kind of, you know, hold him accountable and be like, Hey, is that good enough? Is where you are right now good enough to where 
you want to be for this rave coming up, mm -hmm. right? So hold them accountable a little bit, make them realize that like, hey, you're making progress, but dude, there's so much on the table that we could be doing, right? You're spending a ton of hours in the gym. You're doing the hardest part, but we're not making progress. And there's just a few key things that we can change in order for you to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. If they are content with it, because I've definitely had that where like hop on calls or even messages where someone's just completely content with where they're at. Where do you go about it from there? That More would be like a follow-up later kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, so if someone's completely in a point to where they're totally happy with where they want to be, then they shouldn't be on the sales call. Yeah. That should be something that you want to do on the discovery calls, figuring out, okay, where is it that you want to go? Is it important for you to reach these goals right now? Are you content with where you are right now? Do you want to change? Do you want to commit to, you know, a new vision for yourself and for your physique? If someone's answering the questions, like I'm actually happy with where I'm at right now. I don't really need coaching. We're like, Hey, no problem. You know, let's touch base in a few, in a few weeks, few months, see if, you know, we can come around at a better time. But if someone's happy with their current situation, you don't have leverage. Yeah. What you need as a salesperson is leverage. Leverage is understanding a very clear picture of where it is that they're looking to go and in creating that gap, helping them realize that what they're currently doing right now isn't getting them to where they want to go and it isn't going to get them to where they want to go. That's when they're going to be in the position to be open to receiving support. Any, any questions regarding that? No, it makes sense. I've, I've gotten a lot better, especially as we take more and more discovery calls. Uh, five people just be like, no, I'm confident or, you know, I'm doing good. I just follow up or like send them, you know, like I said, the indoctrination video or whatever other info they need. We'll keep it going. And then obviously like, how do you sustain these results as you go along? Yeah. So, and this is like your, have you tried cutting or anything like that in the past? Or is this kind of like your first time giving a shot? Uh, this is like my first time really, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never really like cut or bolt. I've kind of just stayed where I'm at because like, I'm happy with the, with the way I am. Like, yeah. I don't need to be overly like massive or whatever. I don't, but I don't need to be like, you know, like some of these girls that are 95 pounds. I don't need to be like that. <laughs> I feel like I'm not trying to be that small. Yeah. So I think that's good though. I think it's, no matter like at what point in your like fitness, whether like you're super deep in like bodybuilder or you're just doing recreationally, there's always more to learn. And I think you take the time to learn some of this stuff now when you're younger. So then that way, as you keep going in it, it's easier and you don't really have to think about it. It's not really a stressor. It's more so like, oh, I know how to do that. Let's do it again. Yeah, you're, again, you're taking the friendly approach here. Mm. Uh, you're kind of, you know, giving him support saying like, hey, you know, you're doing a good job, man. You know, and that's cool. But at the same time, you talk, hey, have you ever done a cut or bulk before? He says, no, you know, I'm, I've, I've never really done it. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, okay, well, what's your plan? How do you plan on losing this weight? What have you tried in the past? Why is it important for you to lose this weight? We want to create vision. We want to create a gap so we can have leverage. So far, that's the overarching thing. That's mm -hmm. what's missing here. Because now we're going into this, the pitch, having no fucking clue what this guy even wants to achieve or why it's even important. There's, a, there's no leverage. Yeah. I feel like the approach so far has been let me talk to this guy, become friends with him, and hopefully he'll buy. Yeah. And have you like, I know this is your first time really coming down cutting. Have you followed a program, like worked anything or bought a plan in the past or no? Just bought myself. All right. Pretty much. <laughs> like I pretty much self-taught everything. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, you know, you have weight training in school and stuff, but like our coach didn't really care and stuff. And it's like, all right, whatever. And then like, um, I actually, at one point, I do my junior year, I want to say, uh, that was when I like broke like everything in my left knee and like tore all his tendons. Gym out in Vegas that's called uh, the Lift Factory. Uh -huh. And uh, like on the outside of it, it doesn't say like the Lift Factory. It says hardcore gym. <laughs> and so I had this uh, I had this trainer, little five five, one sixty five guy, but he was like squatting like seven hundred pounds. Oh yeah, so, the like, guys can get I, it. I did train with him, but that was only like once a week and stuff, and it was like an hour. So it was like it's. I mean, again, like I think you, you learn a little bit from everyone, but at the end of the day, from what it sounds like he was probably more so like the powerlifting world, and like, that's not your world. Well, he definitely like changed it a little bit more around to like recovery, and then as soon as we need a. Keep the, the right direction. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Keep it focused on him. Keep it focused right. on what's the goal. 
What's the vision? Create the gap. What are you currently doing? It's not working. You need help. There's one of the other sales calls too. I think that's why I once had an email because it's like 50 minutes long of him just rambling about music. And that was the problem with the other call too. You sent me a second call and I listened to that and it was like, you guys were talking about like trap and, you know, Skrillex and- Yeah. I, I, there's one I was like, can I just get off this already? Like I'm over it. It's just yeah. hours that's of talking. Like, that's on you though. Yeah. That's on you. And and the best way that you can do that is just whenever they're starting to veer off, you'd redirect it back on them. You redirect it back onto their goal. You redirect it back on their vision. You redirect it back on, on what they're currently doing. Once you have that, you can go right into the pitch. Yeah. So at this point right now, we should have within the first 10 minutes, we should have already known all of those things and we should already be moving into the pitch. Mm. Like I stopped covering because um, he'd also trained another like professional baseball player that I was I used to be a catcher. Mm -hmm. So I was catching for his, his bullpen in the offseason. So he fully trained like him and like me and a couple other players from our team. So he was like almost our team trainer. <laughs> it's kind of dope. I feel like you had that like, behind your back. Yeah, exactly. So you've got a little bit of help in the past, but now you're doing it kind of solo and you're just looking for like, a little bit of guidance and following the way, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Cool. So let me do this. Let me share my screen with you. This is like why I like getting a video call. It's a little bit easier for me to kind of show you like everything that we do. Let me sure. share, minimize, too many tabs and minimize. Get this one out of the way. There we go. Cool. Able to see everything on there. I'm going to like fully present it that way you get a full screen. I know you're on your phone too, so you can keep it up right. If you turn it sideways, you might be able to see a little better. Yeah, I can. So um, first things first, well, thanks for hopping on and take time today. The, I'm sure you've seen my page a little bit. Um, we are the Fit Rate Fam, essentially a hybrid training group for people who go to shows and festivals. <laughs> I know you definitely do for sure. Um, how, give me a reminder, how long have you been going to shows for? We're going to need to reposition your whole pitch mm -hmm. uh, because it's very focused on rave and festivals yeah. and not focused enough on their fitness transformation. So instead of saying it's a hybrid program for people who go to uh, raves and festivals, I would say it's a complete fitness transformation to get you ready for your next rave. So make the thing that you're selling the fitness transformation and the addition is the rave fam. But what I was hearing in these sales calls was that it was almost as if you were selling the community mm. and the fitness was just a part of it. No, you're selling the fitness transformation and the community is a part of it. Got it. So this is a complete fitness transformation to help you go from 200 pounds at 5'9 to 150 looking lean and confident at your next rave. You want them to get to buy into the vision of how they're going to look and feel at their next rave. Mm -hmm. Make sense? More on the fitness side rather than the community aspect. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll show you how to reposition it as we go through this call. So EDC 2022, I went to day three. And that story is so funny because I accidentally like snuck in. Um, <laughs> you just walked to the gates? Yeah, you lost control again here. And he just yeah. goes about his, his new story. Yeah. So let's let's back it up here. The other thing too is like what you should do at this point is you should take full control of the call by saying, hey, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you my program. And so we're going to open this up. I'm going to walk you through. If you have any questions at the end, we'll go over any questions, but I just want to take a few minutes to just walk you through this whole, whole process. Is that cool? Perfect. And then not to say don't let them talk, but like keep them on track. Yeah. So I'll play it back and then I'll see where we lost them. Full screen. Yep. I know you're on your phone too. So you can keep it up right if you turn it sideways you might be able to see a little better I, think it's when I asked him like oh like how long have you been going and then it just went right into first time uh, first things first well thanks for hopping on take time today the i'm sure you've seen my page a little bit um we are the fit rate fam essentially a hybrid training group for people who go to shows and festivals <laughs> i know you definitely do for sure yep um, how, give me a reminder, how long have you been going to shows for? Yeah, there. Yeah, you didn't need that question. So EDC 2022, I went to day three. And I, that story is so funny because I accidentally like snuck in. Um, <laughs> you just walked to the gates. The other thing too is the posturing of the calls is important as well, right? To this guy, it doesn't seem like he's on a serious transformation sales call. Yeah. Right? It seems like he's talking to a new friend. And so just posture as like, hey, 
we're going to talk about your fitness. We're going to talk about how to change your life. We're going to get down to business. We're going to figure this out. And so you don't have to say it's a serious call, but posture is like, we're going to, the agenda for this call is to talk about your fitness and, you know, see where, where we can help. Mm-hmm. Right. So really good framing in the beginning will help. I mean, you asked him the question, which opened up the floodgates. So next time don't, don't ask. Questions. Yeah, exactly. So a bunch of my friends were like asking for like fans outside. And I just, I, I drove my friends down there. So I, I was like, you know, like, what's the worst I can do? Like, if I, if I show up and I happen to get in, like, sick. If I show up and I don't get in, I'll just go home and pick my friends up when I need to. Yeah. And uh, my friends, so they got enough fans for all of us. But I had to switch with this girl because uh, the band that she uh, she had was bigger and fit my wrist. That one scanned. The one that I switched with her didn't. <laughs> so she didn't get in, but you did? Yeah. That's horrible. That sucks for her. So there was that. And then uh, this year, uh, I went to... So before EC, there's day zero, right? That yep. Thursday. So, like, all of May was super crazy for me. I'd gone to, like, uh, Malibu for... Like no reason, and then uh, I went to formal for like my fraternity, and uh, we come back from formal on Wednesday. Thursday was day zero, and I was like, "All right, this is this is cool or whatever." You know, I met a couple people, and then I was like, "You know what? I really want to go to EDC, so I might as well do it again." So I got uh, a two day pass for day two and day three. Nice, yeah. You that was like a full party week for you then. That was all in, dude. That that week, oh my god, it was so dude, fun. That's insane. Next, that's like your body must have been so dead after. So the next Monday, so I recovered really. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, if you didn't ask that question, you wouldn't have lost control, but it, yeah. it is also continuing to spiral. And so this situation, like, dude, that's an awesome story. I love, you know, when people are able to sneak into EDC because, you know, they get a really badass experience, but I want to keep things on track here. So let's get back on track. Yeah. So just control that conversation. Don't mind. Don't be worried about having to step in if need be. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And and honestly, like it's that isn't breaking rapport right now. I would almost say that there's less rapport by not taking control than if you were to take control. People would be like, yeah. oh, OK, shit, like he keep me on track. So like a really easy way to get people back on track is to just say, hey, that's a really great story. Like, I love that. Here's, you know, a little bit of insight as to like. But I think it's funny, but let's stay on track. You know, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your fitness, right? Get them back on track. Really quickly, that's the good thing. Um, the next Monday, I'm like, who wants to come over and drink? Let's go. Let's do it, right? <laughs> I invite a bunch of my friends over. They all come over. We're all drinking, whatever. And I'm just like, damn, I'm not going to drink at all. I don't feel like, 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 great. Later that night, I ended up going to the ER because I was like, dead. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, you, you can't party that many days in a row. <laughs> you killed yourself. I've done it. I've done it. Just definitely not the way I did it with EDC. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a different level of partying. I've done it six times now. It's, it's a different different, level. Way different. So, well, good. I'm glad, like, yeah, like, you're pretty involved in the scene. That's, like, exactly as everyone who's part of this group. We all go to shows and festivals year-round. Um, a lot of us work in the industry. A lot of us are pretty heavily involved. So that's the kind of people we want around. Are you going to, uh, since, since you live on this side, of town, uh, this side of the country, are you going to Apocalypse? I don't think I'll be at Apocalypse. And honestly, I'm kind of chilling up until... Dude, the other thing too is that by not posturing the call, there's no context for what the call is about. Yeah. And so like, n- like I said, now he's just thinking about like, oh, I have a friend. We're talking about, you know, raves and, you know, maybe I can have a new rave buddy. That That's his impression of the call. And so we really just need to be very clear and stern. Like, hey, this call is to talk about you and your fitness and how we can help you achieve that goal. Anything that is not related to that, we're going to stay on track. Yeah. Ever read The Wolf of Wall Street by Jordan Belford? No, no, mom. Okay. You should read it. You should read it. Like literally add it to your Amazon, order it right now. Probably one of the best books on sales that I've ever read, but he has something called the straight line method. Mm -hmm. And what you want to do is you want to lead your prospect from point A to the sales call to point B in a straight line, get them there as fast as possible. And what will happen is your prospects will try to veer off and take all these different directions, which is happening here. He's talking about, hey, are you going to apocalypse? Your job is to correct him and get back on track. Bring it back into, yeah. Yep. That's a problem. Like, I don't want to say problem, but something we've had multiple times where it's just a long conversation before we even get to it. So that's mm-hmm. for sure like a skill I need to build up 100%. Yep. Clear goal, vision, current situation, create the gap, go into your pitch on how your program can transform. But 20, 
three minutes here. So I'm going to try to go and try to bust this out till next year. I might be working the new year's festival coming out here. Um, oh, that we might be doing like fitness and recovery classes at the festival, which will be super dope. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. The promoter out here, like loves what we do. He's, he trains out of the same gym that we do. Um, so he loves having us out. So we might do like some foam roll recovery, some like stretch breaks and like a little, uh, like great booty building class or something. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. yeah. No, I bought my, my apocalypse ticket. I accidentally got like early access and I sent it in our group chat. I'm like, all right, boys, I bought my ticket. You guys, uh, Hopefully you guys buy yours too. And like all of my group chat did. So I was like, Jesus Christ, my God. <laughs> I guess I'm not going solo. Dude, I got my ticket for 170. Yeah, it's pretty cheap, actually. Super cheap. That's pretty cheap. That's impressive. Mostly Insomniac, mostly because it's new. Most Insomniac runs ones are like, what, 220 plus? Yeah, it, I mean, it was tier one GA. I think that two, 220 was how much it was, it, how much it is now. It's 220 plus like the $30, $20 fee. It adds up. It gets, yeah, yeah. the fees and stuff always tack on. It sucks. Yep. So, well, sweet. You're involved. That's what we want. That's <laughs> everyone we're looking for. Part of our whole community, we have two coaches. I actually just brought in the second one um, last week. So there's me on my end. Um, I went to school for exercise science up in Northern Arizona. I coached at college and pro level for a little bit. And then when COVID hit, I ended up switching to or starting this whole community. Uh, so I was like, man, how do I coach people that I actually want to help and that I actually want to hang out with? That's how I ended yeah. up here. Um, from her, her end, she's been doing health and fitness coaching for like five, almost six years now. Um, she had her own like big health and fitness journey. So when she came to me and she was like, hey, like I've been coaching for a while. I have my own story. I really want to like work with us, be with us. I was like, oh yeah, let's bring you on. So now we have two coaches. Um, she helps a lot more with the online side. I do more the in-person side, but we're still a team regardless. So you'd have contact with both of us. In terms of like- was your, was your first show, uh, excision? That was my first show excision? Yeah. Didn't you say that your first show, like you stuck into excision? No, I went to, I stuck into a, a Skrillex show back in 2014. It was Skrillex which was like the weirdest combo ever but it was so fun that's so random i think i mean yeah you know what i'm gonna say yeah it's the same just keep the conversation in line well the thing is that he thinks that this is a rave conversation he doesn't understand that this is a fitness transformation conversation so that's where posturing the call comes into play we're not here to talk about raves there's an aspect where we like raves maybe we we set the goal of looking good for a rave but we're not here to talk about raves Mm -hmm. so it's a call posturing issue in the beginning of the call you can say hey you know we love going to raves but this is about you and your fitness we're here to talk about your fitness your goals and how we're going to transform you so you can look good at, at the next rave. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm writing all these notes down because Mike, especially as I listen back to a lot of these, like I said, posturing the call beforehand. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah, that's going to be like one of the biggest things. Yeah. Overall. And also not getting into the nitty gritty with raves. Like you don't need to, like there's no need to. Yeah. Understanding like you were already rave fam enough with your marketing and with the indoctrination video that like these calls should be postured purely to talk about the fitness transformation, not rave. So that's, that's where the misunderstanding here is with this guy and probably the other guy too. Cause they had, um, they had like one song together. And so I guess they did a whole tour together, but it was dope. That's back when like trap was really big. And I, I hate when, when people did that, they're like, Oh, we have this one song together. Let's, let's tour now. It worked back then. So like, trap was all the rage back then. That was like, people wanted to so the whole rap and EDM game like, perfectly. Yeah. I do remember that little time where it was like every rapper was making like this EDM type song. And I was kind of like, it's all right. They're, they're starting to push into like house music. Like, you hear Drake making a lot of house music. Um, yes. Even like I can't blame it on them. I know other rappers are pushing to like house. I know. I'm like I'm alright with house, but like Drake over or something. I'm fine with it. I'm with it. I think Drake's already right. Like he's made every good genre possible. That man can put out a trash song and it's still gonna sell. No, it doesn't matter what he puts out. It's gonna be it's gonna sell. Exactly. So um, the reason I started this is there's three big things that I noticed. I'm gonna show this again since 2014. Um, the first one you and I even kind of touched on too earlier in our call, but that's the confidence side. You go shows and festivals, both guys and both. Like the last thing you should worry about is how you look, right? Like you should feel yeah. good, should feel confident going into it. It's yeah. nice being able to take your shirt off and be like not self-conscious, being just be carefree. Literally the whole point. Exactly. Um, the second one is the balance side, and you're a you're a personal story in this one. You, you can't party 24 <laughs> seven. Exactly. You can try, but it ain't gonna end well. Oh yeah. So the balance side is a big thing I try and push for sure. And then last but not least on there is the community side. I'll show you kind of how we do that here in a bit. But you're in fraternity, you're in school, you go shows. Social is a big thing, right? So that's a big part I want to push. So everyone involved, you get to meet them, talk with them consistently. We got people from East Coast and West Coast, so that way whenever you want to go to a festival in some city, I guarantee we probably got someone who lives there. 
let's just say, 100%. It's, it's just like a fraternity. Yeah, it's literally how it goes. I was again, we talked to you, I was in my house. I, I love the whole like culture science. Sometimes some people yeah. over there. That whole like, hey man, if you come here, like we're in the same thing. Like you're my brother, you're my brother. Like you got a place to stay here, bro. Here's literally how it goes. Like I put it in our group chats. Like, oh, look who I met up with. I was like, I didn't even know you guys talked. Like I didn't even know you were friends. That happens all the time. So <laughs> questions on those two, kind of like who we are, what we do, anything like that. Nope. Cool. The next one on here is kind of the different programs like offer. So the only one I'm gonna go over is this middle section. Um, the top, top one and bottom one are kind of like a hybrid or in person style. And obviously you're in Las Vegas, so not in person. Yeah. So online wise, we'll go over the GA plus and the GA one on there. Let me skip this first one. Okay. So for GA plus, this is essentially the full package that you would need. We do our full online training program. Um, I know you haven't done online training side before, so I'll show you how that looks in a second. Um, but essentially what it is, is you and I break out a program that works for you based off your schedule, based off your game schedule, whatever it is, we break out works for you. Number two is the nutrition side as you know, you've been training for a while. What'd you say? That's what you said there. I said, good luck with that one. The nutrition side? Yeah. Here's, here's my thing. It's like, we, we, we all go to shows vessels. We all like a party. My whole mindset with it is put in the work, be as structured as you can when you can. When you're having a good time, go get time. Exactly. That's, that's literally the whole part. It's the balance side. Yeah. The way that we make sure you kind of stay on track and go through is we do all our check-ins. We do Zoom or FaceTime, same exact way we're doing now. Um, so good way for us to check in, see how you're doing, see if you have any pain points, and then kind of overcome those week by week. Yeah. The last two on there is how we do the community side. So we have our team group call every Thursday. It's actually be later today. Again, we got people from all over, so it's nice to meet new people. See if they're struggling. Maybe you're struggling with the same thing. It kind of bounces ideas off each other. And then of course the group chat. When I made the group chat at first, I was like, man, it's gonna be such a uh, inspirational, motivational place. No, it's just us roasting each other and sending festival lineups and talking trash. That's all it really is. So it's pretty much the same as a group me. Like you know you got a business one and you got a fun one. I know how it goes. So imagine like the the fun one. That's all it is. Questions on what that one includes. Cool. The second one on there is pretty much the exact same thing. Only difference is, is if you feel like you need help with the training side or the nutrition side more than the other, we just pick one or the other. Um, so if you want to work on just the training, cool, we'll do that. If you want to help with just nutrition, cool, we'll do that. Check-ins, group calls, group chat, all that stuff the same. Questions on that one? Oh. Cool. Out of those two, which one do you feel like better fits you? The training and the nutrition side or the training side? Probably just the training side because, I mean, the nutrition, man, it'd be virtually impossible to come up with something on that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, again, like, I started probably my first competition back in college. It was like my junior, senior year. Um, and I was definitely the guy to start bringing in like my normal meals into chapter meetings. I would uh, bring my snacks into class. Like, it's a full lifestyle change, 100%. Oh, yeah. So, cool. If the training side is definitely where you feel like you get the most benefit from, I'm all for it. That's why I offer it is because I know people want one or the other, whether you better one or the other. That's why we do it. Questions on either of those two so far, though. Cool. The last little slide on here, kind of just a walkthrough on how online training works. Because um, I know you haven't done set program before, let's see if you actually play one out there. So you see this like little white section on there? Yeah. Cool. So that's essentially what it looks like when you open up the app. So what I do is I send you an email to create your account on this app. Once you download it, this is how it looks. It'll have your things to do today tab listed up top. That's how you know, okay, this is the lift we're doing. This is the add a cardio, open cardio. This is the check-in photos, whatever it is. It'll all be listed up top there. It's got all the tabs on the bottom. We won't go through all of them. I'm only gonna go through the, the top part pretty much. So once you break up a program, I upload it on here, has all your reps, sets, recovery times, tells you everything you need to do. If there's a movement that you don't know, simply just scroll over, click on it, watch a short little video. Sometimes I'll put some notes on there too. Uh, if I need like specific tempos or like modifications, things like that. But simply go through it, plus through it, and at the end it'll ask you like, hey, any comments? Type in how it was. That way you can give me feedback about how we're going. Questions on that's it. I know it's a really brief overview, but that's really the only like I'm gonna stop it there. Uh, just because yeah. the feedback that I have for you for the rest of this call is definitely gonna take up the rest of the time. Okay, you ready? You ready to take notes? Do it. So they're essentially do you see what I'm saying when I said that you're selling more of the community than you are the fitness transformation? Yeah. And I think I've transitioned more towards that only because at least like over the past couple of years working with this group, trying to get like huge physical changes is almost damn near impossible. It's not like I had like everyone that has stayed with it and been consistent is stayed because of the community. They might not have like huge physical changes, but maybe they have better emotional mental health changes, which that's mm -hmm. hard to like over social media. But that's why I switched over to it more so rather than selling like here we're going to get you in shape for a festival to here's this community that's going to support you on your entire journey yeah but the thing is, is that the value of that is not as powerful or as high as the value of a fitness transformation so you need to sell the fitness transformation to get them in the door and then the community will absolutely keep them on track but essentially what, what you're selling on the sales call is a community which we need to transition over into a fitness transformation with the community. So this is what I want you to do. The first thing is, is like, 
we don't really know what he's trying to achieve or what the goal and transformation is. So again, like in the discovery call, we need a very clear picture. But when you're pitching your pillars, this is what it should look like. You should have pillars lined out, which I think you have, right? You have nutrition, you have training, you have accountability, and this could be community. But you should talk about each one of these pillars and how they're going to help them reach their goal and how the community is going to you know, benefit them. So <laughs> what you should do is like, hey, we have a full transformation program that's going to help you get in the best physical shape for your next rave. So you can have all of your friends asking you how you did it, right? We have four main pillars. Pillar number one is nutrition. Pillar number two is training. Pillar number three is accountability. Pillar number four is community. For nutrition, what we're going to do is we're going to set you up on a macro plan. We're going to calculate your macros to make sure that you are eating the correct amounts for your physical goals whether you want to build muscle, lose weight, but you want to tie it to very specific what they want, yeah. right? So you want to be 150 pounds at this next rave, which means that we need to lose 50 pounds of body fat and build a little bit of lean muscle. So I'm going to set up a custom macro plan for you. And if you need one, we'll build you a meal plan. So that way we ensure that you're shredding body fat, you're eating the right foods, and you're building lean muscle with, with good energy. We'll also provide a grocery list so that way you know exactly what foods that you should be eating. And with the macros, you'll be able to go Go to your rave, follow your macros and stay in shape. For training, we're going to build you a custom workout plan. One that's going to be focused on your chest, one that's going to be focused on your shoulders, because you said that that was your goal. That's the physique that you want to build. So we're going to build that physique in the gym. We'll give you full body workouts specialized to meet your training goals. So whether we need to do three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, but you did tell me that you are training every single day. So we can build you a five day a week program, but optimize it so we can build that physique at your next rate, mm -hmm. right? You can send in, or you'll be able to send in your form critique. So I can ensure that you're performing movements safely and correctly to optimize the best results. I will be able to make adjustments to your program. So that way, if we need to change out any movements or we need to make them harder or easier for you, we can do so. And then we're also going to be using Trainerize to track your workout. This way with nutrition and training, those two combined being optimized, there's no way that you won't be in your best physical shape at your next rave. For accountability, We'll have a weekly call, right? I don't know if you do weekly calls, but like, yeah, you know, so we'll, a week. we'll have a weekly call to go over your progress and make sure that you're staying on track leading up to this rave. We'll have a, uh, you'll have 24 seven tech support. You'll also have a weekly check in form that I'll be able to review your progress to ensure if we need to make any pro changes or if you're having any challenges. What this is going to do is one, it's going to ensure that we're staying optimized for this goal. And two, it's going to keep you accountable. How many times have you committed to getting in shape before a rave? and then quitting after three months. And then the rave comes, you're unconfident, you party, you feel like shit, and you're depressed the next day. What we want to do is we want to keep you accountable so you can look good and feel good. That way you can party all night long and wake up and be back in the gym the next day feeling great. And lastly is community. This is where, you know, people come in for the transformation, but they stay for the community. Imagine you meeting your rave fam that you've been training with for the last three months, you meet them in real life and you look great. They look great. You meet new friends and then you're able to go to the next rave with your newfound fit rave fam, right? We have a group chat where people are sending in music lineups. We got meetups all over the country at different raves that we're at. And it's a really great community for you to find a fitness rave community. So that way you can be in shape. So the entire pitch needs to be structured on fitness, tying it into their vision and their goal. Mm. 
And then the community is just one pillar. Kind of like the icing on the cake. Like exactly. All this, exactly. and then this is also what you get on top of it. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of it's just the, obviously like you doing so many sales calls, you get better at being a descriptive. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think a lot of it is more so me um, like buying into my own product, like full on believing like, hey, like this is going to help you. This is what it's going to get you. This is how your life's going to look rather than just stating like, hey, this is what we do. Yes. But you have to know what your pillars are and the deliverable. So your pillars are the bolded part. Your pillars will probably be nutrition, training, accountability, community. If you want education in there, you can, if that's a big pillar for you. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if it is. I think right now it's confidence, balance, and uh, community. Okay. So then what are the deliverables for confidence? That's a, that's a good question. These are the deliverables. I, have, I don't have them like listed out in that first yeah. like slide of the sales call. It just goes over our three pillars. Like we help build self-confidence through like positive body image, whatever it may be, balance through not partying all the time, and then community through the group chats and group calls, all that. Okay. So those are your pillars, but you need to have deliverables for that. Okay. So training is a pillar. A custom workout plan is a deliverable. So training is the focus and the emphasis, but how it's delivered is through a custom workout plan. So if confidence is a pillar, then how it's delivered is through training, a custom workout plan and a custom nutrition plan and whatever tools and resources that you provide for your clients is going to help them build a physique so that they can build confidence. Balance, we need to think about how balance is delivered. Is it delivered by, it could be... I think a, a big one we touch on, especially like, obviously in the community, you have a huge like drug issue. Mm-hmm. And so balance side is just the part of, hey, like you can go and have a good time, but you come back and get to work. Okay. So like having realistic goals for yourself, still having a you know career goals, financial goals, whatever it may be. Okay. So then balance could be creating a custom roadmap to help people plan out their events and stay on track leading up to those events. So like, mm-hmm. hey, let's sit down. Let's map out the next six months for you. What plan, what events do you have? Okay, you got apocalypse coming up. That's on this date. And so this is what we should be doing up to that date. So that way you can make progress, but also still have fun, right? So what I would do, my feedback for you is really nail down what your pillars are, but then also understand what the deliverables are for those pillars. Because that's that's essentially the product. Yeah. And then in your pitch with every single pillar and deliverable, you want to tie it back into their vision. Let's say that you're talking to an ABG. Her goals are going to be completely different than this guy, right? So her goals might be to actually build muscle so she's not so frail and getting tossed around by all these big dudes in the, in the crowd, right? So if you're going to go with training, then you're going to say, hey, we're going to build you a custom workout plan so you can build strength and build lean muscle. When the crowd starts pushing, you're not getting tossed around like a rag doll. You can hold your strength and be confident in your body. We're going to build you a custom macro plan so that way you can build lean muscle so you're not frail and weak and about to faint in the middle of the crowd. So everything gets tied back into their specific vision. Does that make sense? Every sales call is custom. And it's it sounds like just being more like specific with them personally and also like just making it more emotional. Yes. I think what I've been doing is just stating the facts like here, this is what we do rather than it tying it back into that emotional end of like, this is what we do and how it's going to help you or like how it's going to affect your life. So I got to run. I got another call coming up. Hopefully this is a productive call for you. Yeah, no, I took a lot of notes. Super helpful. Um, again, I knew this was a thing we we're gonna have to crush. So yeah. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to implement these changes. We didn't even get to the objections. Yeah. I want you to implement the new discovery process that we talked about. I want you to actually understand what your pillars are and your deliverables. And I want you to take a sales call where you keep or you pause to the sales call. You discover the clear vision, You the current situation, create the gap. You take control and keep the person accountable for the sales call. You present your pillars and your deliverables as your offer and then record that and send it over 
over. Once we get that first half of the call down, then we could focus on objections. On the second half. Yeah. yeah. But objections are going to be really hard to handle if we don't have leverage of understanding their goals and also properly presenting your program. Yeah. Makes sense. Or, or positioning your program. So I don't say I think, I mean, obviously the objections will pop up, but I think they'll definitely be reduced. Yes. Once we bring in this whole emotional tie to it, 100%. Sweet. All right, brother. Good call. Oh. Appreciate it, Zach. Thank you.